Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero. This Galaxy Class refitted starship, NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will take you back in through our history, starting with the NX01 Enterprise. We start out with taking care of going through history. And we're still on our way back from Vegas. So the next, like I said, the last video uh, episode and this episode are pre-recorded. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today this is our second one pre-recorded of season two, episode three, Mindfield. So Vicky, I hope it's not another Klingon theory here. Please tell me it's not another one. Nope. What is your fascination with the Klingons lately? I do not know. Okay, tell her. Would you like to tell them where they can find us now? That we are on Apple and on Spotify as well? You can find us on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, or Public Radio. Unlike William said, Apple Podcast and Spotify and Anchor. Where it all started. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. That's right. And we would love to hear from our listeners. Yes. So, Vicky. I, I know I'm going to regret asking this because I know I'm pretty sure it's a Klingon thing, but... It's not Klingon. What did you think it was going to happen in this episode? Season 2, episode 3, Minefield. I didn't know who it was, but someone is messing with Paul's brain. Well, I'm glad it's not a good another Klingon thing. <laughs> but what made you think it was Paul's brain? Minefield. Mind. <laughs> a minefield is on land, on <laughs> in the sea, and in space. It is not in the real mind, as far as I'm aware. Hey, Guess we'll, again. We'll go with it. <laughs> okay, we'll go with it. So, whilst attempting to explore a new planet, Enterprise triggers a cloaked mine. While the crew deals with the resulting damage, it discovers another mine is stuck to the hull. So, here's something if anyone has seen it. I believe this planet makes a comeback in the episode This Way to Eden on Star Trek the original series. Because all the mines are around this planet, they come in the atmosphere, they poison everything because all the fruit was poisonous, the flowers burned your skin, that's what I'm thinking. Right. You know, could I be wrong? Hell yeah, I could be wrong. But could I be right? We don't know. We will never know. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Uh-oh. What the heck? That's not good. 
That's not good at all. We do apologize, but we are having technical difficulties right now. We say we're not. We will try to work this out. I would hope we don't have technical difficulties, but let's see what we'll go with it. Oh, 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 oh. it's working. Here we go. Yay. Oh, we see Reed coming to the mess hall. He's got a pad in his hand, which is kind of weird. He's going to the captain's mess area. Come in. Boy, he's prim and proper and pressed and everything. Good morning. Well, as you're going to find out later, he comes from a very long line of Royal British Navy men. I believe I made this comment to you before about this. Um, there, he's not stuck up or anything. It's just the way he was raised. Right. And you're going to find out some more about this. is basically a, a character building story for Archer and for Reed. More so than anyone else. Right. My opinion. But, Reed is one of those kind of guys that's just, he's military, you know, he's brash, he's tough, he's, you know, got no demeanor other than he does his job, and he does it very well. Right. So that would be why he's so militaristic. Anything else? No. So I took the liberty of having Chef prepare his famous Eggs Benedict. I love eggs, but it's, it's, it's really good. You plan to eat standing up? This isn't a visit to the principal's office, Malcolm. At ease. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I just wasn't sure whether you'd call me here to discuss something. No, no business. I just wanted to have a long overdue meal with my armory officer. <laughs> uh, Poor Reed. I heard that England made it to the finals World Cup. You make a pun? You never asked me what Archer's doing there. With that metal rod with the ball on the end of it. I just assumed it was like salt and pepper. Or spice of some kind. It is <laughs> <laughs> salt and pepper. But you never asked. I wanted to be Mr. Smartass and say, and say, I know what it is. You don't know you knew what it was. Thanks. <laughs> well, sorry I ruined that for you. You're fine. The World Cup? Soccer? Oh, you mean football. Oh. I'm afraid I don't much follow football, sir. Any sports you do follow? No, not particularly. Thanks. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> this is going to be a very I boring meal. I've been working We only have two crewmen assigned to the armory full time. If we added a third, Ensign Tanner would be free to begin those upgrades to those torpedo launchers I told you about. Didn't your mother ever tell you not to bring your homework to the table? No, sir. <laughs> this looks fine. Archer? I'm sorry to interrupt, Captain, but we've detected an uncharted system along our present course. One of the planets is Minchara class. Yeah. Takes out of war. I'm on my way. So I don't know about the other classes of planets, but I know Minishara, as Topal has explained before, is suitable for human life. Later on in the other series, they classify it as Class M, not Class Minishara. I understand, I've probably said that like two or three times, but it comes up a lot still. I don't know what the other classes are. I know like L is a gas giant, I think. But I'm not sure what all the other classifications actually are. Got it. 
<laughs> Looks like we have to reschedule. Whenever it's convenient. <laughs> but here's the thing what about Reed. He went from being super militaristic to being lapsed to now he's militaristic again. He's kind of like on a... <laughs> it's... It, and this is not the first time and not going to be the last that this crap happened. And it's not... I don't think it's the, the actor. I think it's the way that they wrote it. And this probably should have been a lot earlier episode than it actually is. Yeah. No. I agree. Anybody home? It's uninhabited. What about geographical features? Anything interesting? There's a chain of volcanoes that spans an entire hemisphere. Well, I don't know about anyone else, but uh, I could use some fresh air. Put us in a standard orbit. Sir? Find a volcano with a gentle slope. Preferably one that's not erupting. Proper shuttle pod, Travis. We'll take shifts down to the... Don't just hate it when crap happens in the middle of your sentence. Push you down! Push you down! Well, those crew people don't have quarters no more. Nope. Hope one of them wasn't Jonathan's. Because poor Porthos. You know? It would be poor Porthos. Porthos, if that one of those was Jonathan's. Yeah. Report! There's a thermokinetic explosion on the outer hull. Port forward quarter. Breaches on C deck. D deck. Bridge to sick bay. We need medical assistance. Emergency volcanism. They're in place. But eight subsections have decompressed. Was anybody in them? Can't tell, sir. Not yet. Find out what happened. Oh, she's down. Oh, she's down. Malcolm, give you an answer if I could, sir. The sensor logs aren't showing anything. All systems weren't functioning normally. Aren't you engineering? Guess what's going on? I was hoping you could tell me. We've got plasma fires and overload of the EPN screen, but whatever caused that explosion, I don't have a clue. Weapons fire, an asteroid? Nothing on our sensors. How are your people? Keep out some bruises, but we're all right. Keep me posted. Archer up. Any casualty reports? Figures are coming in, sir. 17 so far, including Hoshi. No fatalities. They're taking Hoshi away. Poor Hoshi. Nothing out of you? I said yes. I hear you. I said yes. Hoshi is down. What's happening? Are we under attack? I don't know. Doctor! Something just struck the ship. Starboard side, upper half quadrant. Can you get a visual? Here we go. Here's our first look at the mines. And that's what struck the ship was a mine. Yes, as you're about to see because they're cloaked. There. Yes. Just behind the secondary plasma vent. You see it? Some kind of cloaked ship. It's too small. I'm not reading any biosigns. It's armed with tricobalt explosives. I think it's a mine. And judging by the firepower, something similar damaged our ship. Can you tell if it's active? No reason to believe it's not. Captain, it's lodged near impulse reactor two. An explosion anywhere near there could disable Enterprise. What if we polarize the adjacent hull plating? I don't know how it's triggered. Somebody has to go out there and defuse it. It should be me. I have the ordnance training. So Reed is leaving to go de-arm it, or disarm it. I've never heard of a minefield with just two mines. Are the quantum beacons still mounted on the grapple arm? I believe so. Lower them into position. Then modify the view screen. Oh, it sucked as if Travis lowered it and it hit another mine and blew it all apart. That would suck. Right. Activate the beacon. There we 
They were designed to penetrate Suluban cloaking devices. I'll try shifting the phase variants. Reed is suiting up. Malcolm's going to be able to defuse this thing. Couldn't we just detach that section of hull plating? Let it drift away? We'd have to reroute some EPS conduits. There's about 300 bolt couplings. It could be done. How long? Three or four hours. But I wouldn't recommend it, sir. We'd be exposing a good piece of the impulse manifold. Get a team started. I'll consider it a last resort. Spaceship, don't, don't, don't get simple on me on that one. Oh, I know who it is. What did you think it was at first? I didn't have no. a clue. Gotcha. It's deflecting our scanners. Why didn't the beacons let us see through his cloak? Perhaps the mines use a more primitive cloaking system. Sir, they're hailing us. They just pure luck that they made it in as far as they did through that minefield, though. Right. The translator's not logging on. Archer to sick bay. Yes, Captain. Is Hoshi in any shape to return to the bridge? It's urgent. I'm afraid not. She suffered a rather severe concussion. Understood. Tell them I'm on my way. You'd be a little help in your present condition, Edison. <laughs> kind of interesting, that guy got tons of beds in there all of a sudden. Any luck? Not yet. They're charging weapons. This was starving the cell by less than 20 meters. Not a very subtle warning shot. 
Yes, Andre. Most of those mines are pretty erratic, sir. It's going to be tricky. We'll give you whatever help we can. Bridge to Lieutenant Reed. Go ahead. Our friends seem to be anxious for us to leave. We're going to break orbit nice and slowly. Understood. If you plan to go to walk, sir, you'll let me know. I'll try to remember. No, I'll try to remember. Maneuvering thrusters only. Yes, sir. I love how it just comes out a little bit, out a little bit more, and then it's a joystick and a steering wheel all together. Right. Standing a little too close oh, yeah. to that bomb. Right there. Yes. It's kind of almost circuits. leaning on it. You know. Right. If I can isolate them in the proper sequence, I should be able to deactivate the mine. It'll take some doing. But to be honest, Captain, it's only a theory. How good a theory? The closest thing I'm familiar with that this device resembles is a train class spatial torpedo. I've disarmed at least half a dozen of those. I believe I can do it, sir. I've got Trip working on a backup plan. But I'd prefer not to use it. Right now, you're our best bet. Be careful, Malcolm. Talk me through it. With all due 
respect, Captain. Disarming minds is extremely delicate business. I'm trained for it. You're not. So? You're in no I'm shape to do study. it. It's too dangerous. Can't you have a notice, Lieutenant? We're sitting about five meters from an impulse reactor. I'm not leaving till we take this weapon offline. So, the way I see it, you don't have much choice. <laughs> You're sort of stuck here. You're sort of stuck. So would you let me get here. started? But no, honestly, I think Reed was standing a little too close to the mine. Even to disarm that specific fuse, you know. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think... I, I know what's going to happen at the end, but I think if they had thought about it a little bit longer, maybe there was a way to try and defuse it after they got out of field. Sure. You know. Did you figure out a way to compose a message back explaining we're going as fast as we can? I can try. And their next message? They say they've annexed this planet in the name of something called Romulan Star Empire. Romulan. It's pronounced Romulan. They made a comeback, like I said. In two episodes ago, the Romulan Star Empire was this. You don't need to know about them yet. Romulans? I read about them when I was with Daniels. Did you find out? Not much, just the name. He, he wouldn't let me see anything else. Duvall? They're rumored to be an aggressive territorial species, but the Vulcan High Command has never made direct contact with them. Ensign Sato's translation says that they're demanding that we withdraw from the system immediately. That's going to be a little tough to do at the moment. Is there any way you can explain our situation? She believes she'll have a reply prepared within the hour. How's it going on, there, Captain? We've taken two of the detonation circuits offline. Three more to go. Keep me posted. The next one's going to be tricky. Wow. Do you see the Y-shaped components surrounding the circuit? There's six of them. Right. Those are timing relays. You'll have to rotate each one. Counterclockwise 70 degrees. So the Romulans are the ones who put the mines there. Do what? The Romulans are the ones who put the mines there. I would assume so since they say they annexed it. Yep. Who they annexed it against, I don't know. I'll guide you through it. Start with the relay to your upper right. One centimeter, and then turn it 70 degrees counterclockwise. Good. Now pull it out slowly. Be careful not to touch the house. I don't know if any bomb experts out there would say that Reed was standing too close. I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. Entirely comfortable having a casual meal with my captain. 
I was trained not to fraternize with superior officers. You were too late to learn. Frankly, sir, from my point of view, that kind of socializing has no place on a search. I was CEO once. Not the same way. They're your crew, not your friends. I thought about that a lot. When I took this command. But then I realized this is not your typical mission. We could be out here for years. All we have to depend on is each other. Young Archer is right. Yes. There are two left. Top left first. I appreciate your suggestions, Malcolm. Anything else? Well, since you asked, bridge protocols have become somewhat lax. Too many people offering opinions. We're here to carry out your orders, sir. You're the captain. What's the point of having a senior staff if they just sit around with their mouths shut? Why do they have opinions? I rely on them. I sometimes think you could show the more caution, sir. I'm aware of your concerns in that area. Not to say that it hasn't been a privilege to have served with you. Ah! Sir? You're talking in the past tense, Lieutenant. Reads passive pessimism again. Right. Now, reinsert all six relays. But in the reverse order. You're doing fine, sir. Thanks. Self break, Travis. It's an Hutchison can cover the hill for a while. Thank you, sir. I prefer to stay in my post. Bridge to Captain Archer. Go ahead. We're clear of the minefield. Maintain course and speed. Understood. This last detonation circuit has an added attraction. I'm seeing something that looks like a backup arming mechanism. <clears throat> we'll have to fool the circuit into thinking it's still online. How do we do that? There's a hyperspanner in the equipment case. Take out its power cell and strip off the casing. You must have realized this wasn't going to be your typical armory posting. And my man's style lacked a certain Smith and polish. That was obvious. If you don't mind me saying so. Strange. What's strange, sir? I understand you came from a long line of Royal Navy men. Father, <laughs> grandfather. I picked Starfleet. Want to continue the family tradition? Is that true? You have a question? No. Sure. Okay. What happened? I'll need a circuit broken. Yeah. 
Yes. That's what that means is aquaphobia. What does it mean? Abnormal fear of water. And Reed is afraid of drowning, not afraid of the water. Right. Life. On the sea, you chose a life in the vacuum of space. Up of it, he was turning it counterclockwise to clockwise. It's a simple mistake. Do you know the story of the Clements, sir? The Clements. I do. Good. Now, the other five components repeat the same process on each one counterclockwise. Telling me about the planet. They were on a routine patrol when they had an accident. And there's a beautiful harmony for you. They could have mine. Left over from sun. There they were, trapped underneath an ice shelf. Several compartments flooding, including engineering. My great uncle. A man afraid of drowning. Pretty sure his uncle losing power was way his lieutenant over my great uncle ahead of us. Right. And kept the reactor online long enough for his crew to make it to the escape pods. He went down with his ship. Well, the climate is real, yeah. To, to save his crewmates. I appreciate what you're trying to tell me, Malcolm. But I was hoping... From 1942 to You'd be able to save your heroics for another time. I just want you to know, sir. HMS that I am. was an old British nuclear gotcha. submarine in service if in the Royal Navy during the 21st century. The safety of the crew. I said I heard you, Lieutenant. Okay, so here's what I found out. It says here... Right. ...that it was a old British nuclear submarine that was in service in the Royal Navy during the 21st century. On Mem- memory Alpha. But what I'm seeing here from Rex's site is... Your phone's a little slow. British Tug, uh, built in 1919, named the HMS Clements. On October 23rd, 1952, the Spanish Navy Tug RA-1 Express St. Clement uh, suffered engine problems and was wrecked at Labornia, north of La Cruces, later scrapped. Interesting. Yes. Sorry, I had to borrow your phone for that, but with my recording, I didn't want to take the chance of screwing up the recording. I'm afraid we have another problem, sir. 
Uh-oh. What? Another problem? What is it? I need to use the bathroom. I won't tell a soul. In my evening suit, sir. Given the situation, I wouldn't I wouldn't say a word either. Malcolm, 
trigger that sub-detonator right in the line explode right away. How many seconds went by before I regarded it? Sir. How many seconds? I don't remember. Ten, maybe twelve. It felt more like twenty. Ten? Twenty? What's the difference? If it had exploded, how big would the yield have been? Judging by the damage the first mine caused, I guess about a quarter of a kiloton. What are you getting at, sir? How close is your team to finishing? They're down to the last few couplings. What's going on out there? We're going to detach the plate. I'm sure you did everything you could, Captain. I'm going with... Could a shuttle block hatch withstand a quarter kiloton blast? Depends how close it was. 20 meters, maybe 25. Uh, they're reinforced with titanium alloy. They can take a hell of a beating. What do you got yes, in mind? Yes, they can. <laughs> I need two shuttle pod hatches. Have them brought up here on the double. Sir? On the double. Captain, I assume there's no point in that question in your plan. Boy, that damage on Enterprise looks bad. Reach to Captain Archer. Go ahead. We're ready. See you soon. Yeah, fellas. It was 10. 
I'm not going to argue with you about that. It was 20. That's an order. The advantages of being the captain. So that was Minefield. So, Vicky? I'm way off. Extremely way off. Like you usually are lately. Yeah, I will admit you've had two of them. I will admit that. I admit to be on two of them. But, yeah, you kind of been slacking. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you put this one? I'm going to put this one probably at a 7. Okay. I think I might have to give it a 7 as well, because it was good story building, good character building for Malcolm and Archer. You know. And it hinged off of Malcolm and Archer both. Wow, I was about to ask that, and you just jumping the gun, darling. Because Malcolm knew how to defuse the bomb but then he got injured so without Archer he wouldn't have been able to do it does that make sense? that makes a lot of sense so I think both of them made it work well I'm not going to disagree with you there so anyways anything else you'd like to say? so I'll tell you where you can find us okay how about uh Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Public Radio, and as of today, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and where it all started. Right here on Anchor. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook. And we'll get an idea of those. They can contact us. Well, and Anytime they, can post, they want to. And they can post stuff on Vicky's Adventures into even if it's Star Trek on Facebook.com. Right. Even if it's three in the morning. We won't see it at three in the morning per se, but how do you know? Because I'll be asleep, getting ready to wake up, and you'll be at work most of the time. So <laughs> yeah. So our next ones are gonna be Dead Stop and a Night and Sick Bay. The Night and Sick Bay one is kinda weird. And long and drawn out, just so you know. Okay. So, I guess that'll wrap it up for us here on Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. So, unless you have anything else you want to say, darling? No, I'm okay. Alrighty, well, I guess until our next mission. Bye. Live long and prosper. <laughs>